You already recording? Welcome You're gonna have to, to the Never Will I Ever okay. podcast <clears throat> with your host, the Chief. Chief. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this is so ugly right now, bro. Oh my God, it's so ugly. <laughs> All right. Hello, my beautiful tribe. Sorry, I'm going to redo that because I had to burp. I know that Mike picked that up. <laughs> Take five. <laughs> Hello, my beautiful tribe. This is the Chief, Geo, and this is Never Will I Ever. Um, Today, I am recording in Big Bear because I went on a little staycation, vacation with my boyfriend. So... And he's also, we all, you guys already know if you listen to the podcast, he's a sound engineer. You can say hi. Oh, hi. You have a whole mic. Oh. (laughs) Um, so we just came up here kind of like to reset and stuff. Um, she was actually going to murder me up here, but I found out about it. He keeps, I don't know what's wrong with him. You guys like literally this whole time setting up mics. He's using his panty dropping voice to set up mics. And I'm just like, are we recording? Because, sir, these voices should not be used for anybody but me. I'm so confused. So confused. I have not done anything, though. What? I just set up mics, put cables. My voice just got like 12 octaves higher because I was really, really confused. Just like, what what is really going on? And then he keeps like in the text messages before we started coming up here he was like oh you're gonna get cabin fever (laughs) what is fucking wrong with him his humor is so dark so we are in a very very beautiful cabin (laughs) in uh, about three miles away from big bear lake all right Mm, yeah yeah and it I, i mean it would be a beautiful place to kill somebody i mean that that's how you think. That's why that's that's where you go. I came up here because I like the forest. I like everything about it. I like the trees. I like the lakes. I like creeks. Anything that's like fresh water, I'm there. There for it. Love it. It's great. So I decided that I wanted to come up here and then I wanted to bring him because in his life he doesn't get a lot of time to just be what is up with this be by himself or not even by i mean technically he's not by himself he's with me but just to chill out and not have to have any responsibilities for this is legit my first like actual vacation in about seven years about yeah yeah, it's been a, it's been a while, so I wanted him to be able to go. So I got it and went on Airbnb and booked the cabin, and we're here. Get you a girlfriend that books vacations, okay? Everybody, all these girls out here, they I except for this one because this one's mine. <laughs> I I all these girls out here, I want somebody to take me on vacation. Girl, take yourself on vacation, sis. How about that? How about take yourself on vacation? All you guys running around here with side niggas or or what's it? Sneaky links. That's the thing. That's the thing now. Sneaky links. So everybody running around here with a sneaky link. You better get your sneaky link and go on a vacation. A sneaky link. Yeah. Wow. That's the thing, babe. Well, I'm out of the game. I don't know. <laughs> you were my sneaky link for a while. I'm the what now? You were my sneaky link in the beginning of the real in, in the beginning of us talking you were my sneaky link define sneaky link. sneaky link is somebody that nobody knows that you're fucking nobody knew that we were fucking each other why would anybody know like because you're not like in a relationship nobody knew that we were as close we as were we were da- we were dating not even not really we, when we started having sex we were not together we were no we weren't together together <laughs> but we we're already being together for like two months we weren't together. We were literally just still really good friends. And people just thought we were friends. Nobody knew that we were fucking each other. Don't fuck me. 
So now, he's not my sneaky link no more. It's only been. I would. No, literally. Because I would be out and I would know. It would be days when I knew that you would, um, you were coming over. I'd be like, yo, I got to go. You're so good being with y'all, but I got to go. It wasn't really nothing sneaky about it. I was just like, I'm out. And who are you telling that to, Sierra and Sky? <laughs> like- no. But, like, when I go out with, like, Essence and the girls and stuff, and I'd be there out with them, having fun or whatever, or if I was out with the boys, having fun. Got to a certain time, I'm like, eh, it's time for me to go. Wow. Just for the record, I didn't know it was time like that. time for me to go. I didn't know I was... They would never ask me. They would never ask in the beginning of us because we every like I said, everybody just thought we were friends. Nobody knew our relationship was as serious as it was. Because you don't tell people about anything. And I don't tell people about anything. That is nobody's business. So like all of our friends just literally thought we were just friends. Nobody noticed, so we would just dip off at the same time. <laughs> That's funny. Because there would be times, like, we would be at the lounge, and we would leave at the same fucking time. Yeah. And nobody ever We'd get there at the same time and leave at the same time. Nobody ever noticed. No, sometimes you would get there before me. But I would go, yeah. What's today's topic, Gio? Sorry. <laughs> but we had, to, I had just, that was the fun fact for the kids for the day. Because I, you know. And please don't let your damn kids be listening to this. I hope our kids don't listen to this. I hope then. they do. Why can't they? Because apparently that was a what? A sneaky link? It was under the sink? That <laughs> was a leak link. under the sink? No. I was your sneaky link too. Nobody knew you. Technically, we were each other's sneaky link. I wasn't leaking to be sneaky to anything. Babe, it's not in this, it's not when you're really sneaky. Like you're not in trying to sneak. I'm not sneaky. You're sneaking to link. That's basically what you're <laughs> saying, right? That's literally what you're saying. But it's not in the context of you're literally sneaking. Like, I had nobody to sneak for. It's not like I was, it was other niggas that was really looking for where I was going. No. So, you were the only one that was really looking for where I was going. Yeah, because I was going with. (laughs) Oh, yeah, by that time, you had infiltrated my phone and I had to cut everybody off. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. What you sorry for? Jeez. What you sorry for? Nothing to be sorry for. But you say you don't want our kids to listen to this. Why? Why? I'm, I really want to know. I talk about great stuff on here. You don't want them to know their parents be fucking? Yeah. Because <laughs> then they can't pull the... You how better they not do, be they're, fucking. They got to know how they got here. But it wasn't in and eventually variable. they are too. It's if they're your kids, <laughs> for sure. I'm getting a bad case of cabin fever right now, guys. You're not gonna murder me. There's some beautiful knives in that kitchen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm not. So a- what's the topic today, Gio? I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> he swears. Nobody's afraid of this crazy man. Mm. Um. So let's just reintroduce ourselves because we we took a quite a break off of this the last few months or the last what month and a half? Yeah, um, it's been probably a little longer than a month. I don't think I do not think I have released an episode since we're in May. Yes. Was it like December or January? I have no idea. Let's find out. I think it was January because we're in May. Yeah, you're. Don't give me feedback with your phone. What is it? Well, anyways, however long it's been while he looks for that, it's been a while. So, um, you know, just there's been some things that have happened. I oh, I guess I should get into that. So, this episode today is gonna be called "Never Will I Ever Lose My Spirituality." And lose myself in the process because it's a kind of a trickle effect with that. When you lose your spirituality, a lot of times you start losing yourself because you start losing the ways that help you ground yourself. Um, 
And when I say spirituality, I'm talking about a relationship, not a religion. I just, I feel like people, when people say they're spiritual, they automatically jump to their religious. No, I'm spiritual. God got me and I got God. And that's that. So, um, in, on March 18th, 2021, I lost my mother. Um, she was 55 years old. Her name is Dondra Diane Cullens. Um, I lost my mother and my sister, my pregnant sister, um, was literally two weeks away from giving birth. And so it was a very, and it still is, it's very, it was a very difficult time because like I've expressed on this podcast before, me and my mother did not have the greatest relationship. Um, we just started the last two, three years, I would say to, you know, pick up pieces from that. But we, my mother didn't have a great relationship with any of my siblings really. Um, but we loved her and she loved us. And it was like, it was more of a, a communication difference. Um, as well as I mentioned before on this podcast, um, in dealing with my, um, shadow work and I'm going to get to that too, but in dealing with shadow work, how a lot of my issues and insecurities stemmed from my relationship or a lack of a relationship with my mother. My mother was a very hardworking woman. Um, she was a sheriff. Um, she worked a lot. She worked long hours. Um, but then there were also times when my mother would be off and she would go on vacations with her friends and we would be at home with my dad. Um, so that kind of created, that was what created the chasm between, I know myself and my mom and I know my siblings and my mom was because she was gone so much. She wasn't around. And so we kind of grew resentful. And then on top of that, my mother had a very gruff and aggressive way of dealing with people. She was on defense all the time. And when you're young and you're, you're just looking at your parent as your parent, like that's my mom and you've put them on this pedestal, you don't understand that your mother is still a person. So when I started doing my own work and, and within myself, it helped me to start viewing my mother a different way. And it helped me to not internalize so much of what she said and did because I knew that all that anger and all that bitterness wasn't for me. She was just mad at what she was. She, just, she was just mad at the situation she was in. And my mother, like I, I've said before, she was a ball of a ball of unworked through trauma. And when you live the life that she lived, her story is not my story to tell, but when you live the life that she lived and you've seen the things that she's seen, that she has seen, it hardens a person and it does make you bitter. And especially if you don't ever work through it. So when you're in this space, my mom was a Leo she was August Leo. Um, and Leos tend to have anger and bitterness and they just use that and fuel that. My mother did that. She used that anger and bitterness to fuel her in her work. I notice a lot of fire fire signs tend to do that too. They when they have a negative emotion, they tend to they tend to channel it into their work. And they use it to fuel their work. My boyfriend does the same thing when he has a negative emotion. If he's angry and he comes into the house and he's say, even if the work is something simple, like he's coming in the house and he's making a hookah, he's really <laughs> concentrating on making that hookah. So my mom, as a Leo fire child, she had all that anger and resentment from 
things that people did to her in her life and the trauma that people have inflicted on her in her life. And she used that to say, I'm going to be better than what anybody says or what anybody thinks of me. And I'm going to work so hard that you can't say anything, but I'm just this great hard worker. My mom had a soft side, regardless of her anger and bitterness. Um, most Leos and like I said, fire signs do. They have the spice and then they have the soft side. Um, it, I would say that, like I said, Leos, they tend to use that anger to fuel them and do their work or do whatever they have to do. But when they don't need that anger anymore, now it's misplaced and there's nowhere for them to put it. So now it just becomes internalized and it just eats at you. And that's where my mom was at when she started to have kids. And so even though she could be a sweetheart, my mom could be such a cute, such a giving person. And she was fun, fun, fun. She was the life of the party. She was the drinker. That's where she, she's where I get my liquor tolerance from. She could drink and drink and drink and party and party and party. And if you, if you needed it and she had it, she would give it to you. I, I definitely, I will never take anything like that away from my mother. She was definitely a great person, but great people sometimes have great trauma. And if you're not able to work through that trauma, then it becomes an issue. So I want to dedicate this episode of this podcast to my mom because a lot of what I learned about spirituality and about having a relationship with God came from her. My mother was a steadfast Christian. And she was a Christian and she cussed. She cussed like a sailor. She drank. She smoked cigars with her friends. She did all kinds of things. She traveled. Um, but she she was the first. She'd be the first to tell you that God got it. And, it, and she was she was the one that showed me what faith could do. I don't want to cry. She was the one that showed me that you can move through life and get whatever you want out of it. As long as you had faith and you had yourself. So I appreciate her for introducing me to church. I I appreciate her for introducing me to the Bible. I appreciate her for introducing me to Maya Angelou and Toni Morrison, I appreciate her for introducing me to great R&B music and I appreciate her for giving me my siblings and I appreciate her for her financial strides and giving us the life that she felt she never had. So I want to give all flowers to her because she deserves it. And I know she can hear me. So, um, yeah. Um, I tend to, even little stuff that I do, I never realized how much I am like my mother until she was gone. Um, my sister has my mother's temper. She fights the way my mother fights verbally. Um, they will say when they when you piss them off and you back them up in a corner, they will say anything and everything they can to ensure that you feel them, like you feel that you've hurt them, and even if it hurts you. And at that moment, they don't care. 
Uh, my sister has done a lot of work on that. And she's done a lot better with that. But she, they have that similarity. But I noticed the older I get, me wanting to sit in the sun. I never used to like to sit in the sun. But the more I grew in my spirituality and the more, and the older I got, I love sitting in the sun. My mom used to sit in the sun for hours, hours. Um, I love to go I love to travel just to go places do things outdoors my mom loved to travel um the way I fight I fight similar to my mother um so and I think the way I just conduct myself not everyone my mother was never was big on not everyone not um, everyone not knowing her business or what she was up to um even though this part of a household, especially in African American households, or I, I um, would say our, our people are Aboriginal people at, in our households. We tend to whatever goes on in the house stays in the house, and that can get a little toxic, especially if toxic things are going on in the house and trauma is going on in the house, and you want people need to speak to pe- other people outside of the house, but you can learn good habits from that too because it teaches you even though yes it can be very toxic if it's not like it's a boundary line it's a very thin boundary line um but even even then you still learn okay if I'm dealing with this then I know that I'm going to work through this so say you're in a relationship I'm going to just use this as an example and you're not as um, vocal to everybody about what's going on inside your relationship. I personally don't do that. My boyfriend doesn't do that. That's just not us. But some people do. They're very vocal about what goes on in their relationships. And then what happens is when you tell the people that you love what's going on and it's bad things or negative things and you still choose to deal with this person, now these the family members are looking at you and at this person crazy because they're just like yo why are you still with him so a good way to negate that is like okay if i know i'm gonna stick it out and i'm gonna work through this i'm not gonna tell everybody every bad thing that happens and only the bad things i don't really tell i mean we don't really have any really bad things but in my dealings with people it's not it's not my place to just tell all the bad that happened at all and I choose to keep my relationship personal because that's what it is. It's personal at the end of the day. I got to go home to him and he got to come home to me. I don't, we don't got to come home to y'all. So I definitely learned that from my mom. What, babe? Why are you laughing no, no, at no. me? That's just what you said. What? Uh, we, don't, we, exa- we, don't have, we don't go home to anybody else. It's just, mm. it's just us and Binks, my dog. Yeah, so. we have to answer to her. <laughs> Apparently. She runs shit. She does. But, yeah, so I learned a lot of that from my mom. Um, so in my uh, spiritual journey, which has been happening for the past year and a half, no, two years now, um, I have been reading So A Sacred Woman by Queen Afua, Oneness by Raja, All About Love by Bell Hooks, and there's another book called Boundaries. I cannot remember what who Boundaries is by. But those are all great books if you're looking t- for help in your work, um, especially if you're a woman. Um, men too, Boundaries and Oneness you, and All About Love, you guys cannot read. All About Love, people think when they see, when they hear it's all about love, like it's to tell you how to love and it's not. It kind of breaks down love in all forms so in platonic relationships your mother and child or father and child relationships relationships with your significant other any kind of relationship where you have to show love or any kind of area where you have to show love which we should be showing love in all areas but any place that you have to show love it's showing you and it helps you to think about even little things that you do that you don't necessarily think would bother people or would harm people or would be um, traumatic to people, it is. And so that those books were 
great in helping me to navigate things like this. Also, some people that I follow on Instagram that would um, probably help you if you're going through some things just to like look on their page. They have great quotes that will they might trigger you because some of some of them triggered me and that's where I knew those were areas that I had to do the work and I feel like people are in this thing where it's spirituality is all love and light and it's not <laughs> who told you that you're gonna get mad when you start reading these books and you start journaling and doing your work and then you're getting dragged by your shadow self kicking and screaming because you thought it was supposed to be all love and light it's not it's ugly <laughs> so um, and then, and then they think the goal is to like get rid of your shadow self. It's not the goal is to live in unity with your shadow self because you need your shadow self still your shadow self is what protects you. So when you have to fight, when you really have to fight for yourself, that's what protects you. So you, and of course, God spirit protects you so you and ancestors but we'll get into that later but you do have to do that work um you do have to understand and and just read i feel like some people just don't read so many people don't read and it's so irritating to me so irritating to me i apologize <laughs> you read now i barely read i rarely read <laughs> Reading's not my forte. It's not my. But no, if you have to read, you read. I I don't. I can't sit there and read a. I'm talking about people who, if I give them something, they don't read it. They just like glance over it and then expect to know what's in it. Like, how are you gonna know what this thing is about if you don't read about it? If I tell you something and you don't know about it, the first thing you do is what? Go what? Google. Exactly. <laughs> so you read. You go Google and research, and you read niggas out here not reading and it irritates me when i use the word niggas i'm not just talking about people of color okay everybody in the world okay all y'all so and it's irritating it is irritating to me but it helps and honestly you guys better you guys might want to start reading before they start taking away they've already started banning certain books and especially dr seuss books and stuff and okay they're gonna start banning up more books and you guys are gonna be mad that you didn't read but um, so like I said, the people that I follow, sorry, I'm bouncing, but the people that I follow on Instagram who kind of helped me in my healing, helped me find my way towards healing, um, would be the Oracle of Truth. Um, she's at the Oracle of Truth on Instagram, Lolly Love. I love her. Um, and Imani Cohen, the hood healer. We love her. And um, she's God, my friend Paris. She's well. I wouldn't. I'm not even gonna say she's my friend because I have not. I have yet to meet Paris in person. But she's my good sister. I um I love her. I talk to her a lot, and we encourage each other. Um, my friend Sable. Um, Sable, what is your Instagram? I think at Say Creole or something like that. She's another one. But yeah, those are great people. And they all have great products too. So don't just be going in there trying to mooch. Don't be no moocher. If you're going to go and support my people, support my people. So Lolly has great skincare. Um, Paris has um, waist beads. And she has a bunch of content um, on her page that you can help. And then, of course, Imani, she has or the hood healer she has a bunch of stuff there too so if you go up over there just definitely support and show love um to them but they've definitely like i said they've all had an influence in my um spiritual journey um and more of me getting to know myself also another person who she might not know that she has had a hand, not not I wouldn't I don't know if it would be hand have a hand but has allowed me to see certain things in me and do work do more work on myself my cousin Jocelyn 
Um, she definitely, because she's doing, she's on her spiritual journey right now as well. And just her journey of finding herself and loving herself and her light definitely helped helped me too and i feel like she i don't we don't give each other the kudos that we should give them while we're here so i'm definitely giving her those kudos because she has such a light about herself now that she's really on a path that she believes in and that aligns with her so i'm very happy that she's living in alignment and she's doing her like doing her and doing her living her best life um my friend taylor leslie too um she's another one her like her working on herself and her and my friend nina they they all i have a nice little spiritual tribe i have a great spiritual tribe and they all definitely help me in every way um even my cousin fallon um her walk is a little different than mine but she's She's definitely helped. She's definitely helped. So, um, like I said, in getting to know yourself and trying to find that balance within yourself, like I said, it's work, 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 work. And it's not bad work. It's actually, I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's very uncomfortable. And when you get uncomfortable is when you really have to push through because on the other side of uncomfortability is a better use. So, Oh, that was a message. Good job, Gio. Pat myself on the back. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So on the other side of uncomfortable, um, oh, what is the word? I cannot even speak anymore. Uncomfortability is a better you. So journaling helped me a lot. I journal every day. Um, writing letters to people. I le- I've learned that in my in my walk and in my journey with God and just being more aware and present because I feel when you are moving in an alignment, yeah, when you're moving in alignment and when you are moving in a in a very spiritual space within yourself, um, you tend to a lot of stuff tends to fall away from you with ease too i noticed that it falls away from you with ease but i've noticed that in my journey and in my walk with alignment writing has helped me tremendously i'll even write letters to people like i write letters to my boyfriend i wrote a letter to my mom um i write a letter to my cousin fallon um but I just like if, if I feel the way or if I feel you need it, um, if I'm if it's put on my heart to do it, then I will write people letters. I guess I'm one of the people that still do that. People, I, I was talking. Who was I talking about that? Um, I think it was Danielle. And those letters are definitely in depth. And it's yeah, like they you, are. It's everything you feel. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the, even though I have a big mouth and I can, and even that, even me having, I know now when I, to speak and when not to speak. Yeah. But I feel with the, with the letters, you can get everything out in your own space as opposed yeah. to being face to face. Especially like with, if I can speak to with me because I've gotten, I think seven letters total in the last two, almost two years. And yeah, there, there, there are a lot of the things that we weren't really able to sit down and talk about at the time mm-hmm. and that's how you expressed it to me and then we ended up having a conversation or sometimes we'll fight about it but i mean that's just the way it goes a lot i mean that's just the way it goes with some some things mm-hmm. um and i actually funny enough i have two of those letters in my car i have the <laughs> last two in my car right now oh god he keeps them all i do i keep them all in my studio along with the ticket from our first date <laughs> and yeah, they're on my on my little bulletin board in my in my mixing studio. He's so funny, guys. He's funny. But yeah, so I do write letters. I wrote like my sister. I write I wrote letters to her when she became a mom and babies. So all the kids in my family, I usually buy them a book from Aboriginal people. When I say Aboriginal, yes, I mean black people, but we're not labeling ourselves as black. Um. 
So I usually get them a book and then I write in the book for the kids. And I do that on birthdays, holidays, when anything that I have to give them a gift, instead of getting them a card, I get them a book and I write in the book. Um, my sister, I did that with my nephew. Um, when he was born, I gave her some books and I wrote in the book for him. Or I actually, actually the book that I got him hadn't gotten delivered in time. So I wrote a letter and told my sister to have her put it in the book. Um, so that way, or like tape it in the book so that way he could have it. Um, but I think it's important and I just, it's important to tell people how you feel about them when they're here while they can hear it because life is short. And if they, if anything I learned in my mom's passing is you, luckily she was the person that she lived in the moment. If she was going to wanted to do something, she wanted to go to Europe. She was going to Europe. She wanted to go to Hawaii. She was going to Hawaii. She wanted to do what she wanted to do. She was going to do whatever it was that she wanted to do. But um, you just learn how fragile life is and how everything can change in an instant because my mom went from being super independent and super, oh, I can do whatever I want whenever I want to having to be at home with somebody with her all the time because she's got super sick. So life can change really quickly. And in my spiritual spiritual journey too, it's helped me be more cognizant of what I'm putting in my body. Yes, your girl still drinks Hennessy occasionally. As there's a bottle of Hennessy on speak. the table. <laughs> but I'm more, I don't eat meat anymore. I'm cognizant of what I put in my body. Next is about to be dairy, honestly. I'm about to just go ahead and go full vegan because, yeah. But right now I'm vegetarian, but I take a lot of herbs I'm the one that takes sea moss every day. What? Sea, sea moss, bladder whack, ashwagandha, dandelion root, nettle, um, golden seal, elderberry, zinc, calcium, vitamin C, raspberry leaf. Am I missing anything? Nope. Oh, and iron. Because I have to take iron. But I take all of that every day. Um... I just, like I said, I've been, I want my body to be here for a while. I want to be able to see great grandchildren and grandchildren. I don't know about great, great yet, but I, I want to be able to see great grandchildren because by the time great greats come around, I might, I might be pushing a cool a hundred or something and I might have to bounce like, <laughs> good to see you. I'll see you in the next one. Cause I gotta go, gotta go. But I mean, if I live to be a great, great, that'd be pretty dope. Also in my spiritual journey or in my journey of just, you know, finding myself and I've learned my intuitiveness is on point. I know and stuff, I'm babe. Oh <laughs> every Literally, time. Every time. I know stuff and it's so great. And um I was already I'm I've already been I've already knew I was an empath. I've been an empath for forever. I've always been able to feel other other people's feelings. Always. Um but the intuitiveness, yes, Montan, great. Um, as well as working with herbs, I've had recently a, just a very unique fascination with gardening and herbs because I wasn't like that. I liked being out in the nature and stuff like that. But as far as growing my own plants and wanting my own garden and wanting to have my own herbs and be able to like know a herb when I see a herb, I didn't have that. I didn't really want that until maybe like a year ago, a year and a half ago. Wasn't that kind of when you started like having more of a relationship with your Nana? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With my, with my Nana, my gran and my Nana and my granny. Not my Nana, my Nana. Yeah. So my Nana, my Nana Rosie gangsta granny. She, don't laugh, she is a gangster granny. She has, she's another one who has helped me a lot because she is, oh my God, she is the pillar of faith, the pillar of faith. And I'm big on, especially now, um, talking to my elders and gaining all that wisdom and knowledge because I want to be able to tell our story to my the kids and my family because we're getting to a point where my granny is old. My Nana's old. My granddaddy, they're older. Like, even though, yes, they're taking care of themselves, but they might not be here when 
my kids have kids and I want them to know them. I want them to know their ancestors. They need to know where they came from and they need to know what people, what they did and who they were and their story. So I, my Nana, I'm going to sit down with her too. Cause I did ask her if we could sit down with her, but, um, my Nana, Rosie, she, um, lives in Norco and she has this great big ranch, but her ranch is not like it used to have, she used to have horses and stuff. But when my papa died, she, my papa died, she sold the horses. Um, and she had like, has like this big cactus garden and in her cactus garden, she spread my, her brother, my uncle Willie's ashes. I mean, my uncle Woody, his ashes. And she said she planted aloe vera where she spread his ashes because she said he was an asshole. She wanted to keep him purified. <laughs> so you know, she has a great greenhouse. And every time I go over there, she always tells me you could take whatever plant. Like she always has a little some kind of little plant um, or in a little pot that she's growing or starting off and. She has like a wall full of starter plants. She always tells me you could take whatever you want. And I appreciate that. Like I, the little things like that make such a big difference for me in my life right now, especially the fact that I'm more aware and more aligned and have a better relationship or more responsible relationship, more accountable relationship with the divine because I appreciate my Nana telling me giving me a plant or telling me you could have this plant because plants grow and plants create life and working with the land is the closest we can get to working with God because this is God's land. This land belongs to spirit. So I found, I think that that is a big honor for her to tell me you could take whatever plant you want, whatever plant I, I wanted. Um, so I wanted to sit down with my Nana and cause my, um, my pawpaw was one of um, the first like Compton Cowboys. So I want to sit down and talk to her about things like that. And my Nana, my mother's mom, I'm also, I already called her and asked her, and we're definitely going to sit down and talk to Penny because Penny's hilarious. That's the thing. Like every everybody has issues, but once you get over the fact that people are mean, people are this, people are that. Like with my mom, when she was alive, it was, oh, she's mean. But once you get over the fact that, okay, their meanness is not really, it's not really towards you. It's just because they're angry at something with themselves. So once you get over that and you just see that they're human, you realize that, okay, I'm going to ignore all that other trash stuff. This part, the real you is funny. Nana is good. She's hilarious. She is the greatest. She's so funny. She gets on your nerves, but she's so funny. So... I definitely want to sit down and talk to her because I didn't get to sit down and talk to my mom and record my mom before she died. So I want to sit down and talk to her and um, I'm going to do a video with her too. So that way I can like show pictures um, to the kids of my mom and so they can see her. I want them to be able to see her and know her. I could, um, I could only imagine how long that podcast with your oh, mom would have been. Oh, that's going to be long. My, no, oh, no, with no, my with mama? Mom, that would have been a long time. Because she, she don't, you, you know, she don't. Your talk. mom got stories just for just days. For days just. And she doesn't, she does not, she doesn't shut up. I don't shut up. So now I've learned to shut up. And then she she would come back around just to make sure you got every detail of it. Yeah. <laughs> don't And don't misquote her. Yep. Do not that, misquote her. That's not what I said. That's no, not I, what I said. Yeah. No. Don't misquote her. Um, but since I didn't get to do that with her, I definitely, I'm going to do that with her mom and her dad. Um, and I'm going to do one with my dad too, but just so like the elders of the family. So that way they can, like I said, our kids could know their elders and know where they came from, especially because our elders in my family are like a well of knowledge and they retain so much, so many memories, like so many memories. And so like my dad could tell you about great, great, great grandparents and great, great, great uncles and who's related to who and how they're related. I found out I've been related to so many people that I know because my dad is just like, oh, there's he's your cousin or he's Uncle James, which is my dad's dad's brother. He's that's his grandson. I'm just like, what the heck? Like, you know, all the like, he's just like our family almanac, Bible, encyclopedia, 
everything in one. So I'm definitely going to have to sit down with Jojo and record him too. But, um, oh yeah. Cause there, that, that happened too. That really happened when I was at Mount Sac what? and I was in my African-American studies class and a guy came up to me in class and was trying to talk to me. And I looked at him and I remembered his face because we had a family reunion and I remember his face. And I said, you can't talk to me. And he was like, what? I said, I can't talk to you like that. You're related to me. He was like, what do you mean? I was like, your grandfather's name is James, right? His mouth just dropped open. I was like, your grandfather and my grandfather are brothers. Can't happen. Sorry. That royalty family. <laughs> <laughs> can't happen. So, yeah. But, yeah, so <laughs> don't laugh, babe. That's just it's so funny. No, Why it's funny because for the... the when you said that right now, for like uh, me and my brother Christian were talking about, we used to watch that '70s show a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode where like Eric, like he's trying to, they all think his cousin is like so hot. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like she plays a prank on him and convinces him that they're not related. And he's over there like trying to kiss her and shit. And then her, like the mom and dad see them, and he's like, "No, mom, dad, it's okay. We're not related." And his mom goes, <gasps> "I watched her be." Boring. No, I watched her be born. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, no. So yeah, so stuff like that matters to me now. I mean, I, I've always been interested. Oh, I'm sorry, Pinks. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to move the blanket. She was definitely asleep. I shall we, Mama. Yeah, she hasn't slept. Yeah, she hasn't really not not well. Um. So, yes. So, um, stuff like that has, I've always been interested in history. I've always been interested in things like that, but now I just kind of want to be my family's historian because I don't want us to lose all that. I don't want us to lose all those memories. I don't want us to lose all that knowledge. I don't want us to lose any of that. So I'll take that job on. (laughs) And I enjoy speaking to my elders. So, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up because this has been a long, 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 long podcast, I'm sure. It's like an hour and a half, yeah? No. How long is it? Like legit, like 40 minutes. What? Yeah, 47 I minutes. I can keep going? It's up to you. I mean, I can, but I, I already thought we were like an hour and a half in. That's weird. Okay. Well, babe, have you... Um, oh, okay. oh, this is... You guys know the greatest part of this spiritual journey <laughs> Me finding out stuff about no way on this journey. <laughs> oh God! Because wait, what have you found out about and me? me this learning journey? myself and learning how I can better communicate and set boundaries and things like that. I have learned his like his communication style, buddy. <laughs> I pretty much got it. <laughs> I'm very blunt when it comes to very communication. Very much so. And it's okay because I'm blunt. But he is blunt and mean. People take it as harsh. No. Because you are. I, it's I, not I people take it as harsh. You are. You have no filter. Of, no. Well, a lot of the times I don't I don't think I'm doing I don't have a filter wrong. either. But I feel like my delivery is different. You deliver it exactly. And I, I'll you activate your throat chakra, honey. I don't care about it. <laughs> but I know it's helped. Like me and is my journey. Is that the thing you're always threatening to punch? Yeah, you in the throat? Hell yeah. Um, I definitely... I would never hit him, guys. I'm not no, that but with, with him, with me, it's... Um, I I usually say the very first thing that comes to my head. And I don't process it a lot of the time. And if mm-hmm. I process it, it's because I, I stay quiet. So yeah, when, I, no. when I'm quiet and is when I'm processing. So this is, this is... Let me tell you guys. when This is signs. You read... I pay attention... Especially now, I feel like me getting to know myself better has helped me really pay attention to other people's cues and other moments where they can be triggered. Because if you're really watching somebody, when you say things or when you do things or when things are happening, if you're observant, you can realize, you can see when they're triggered. With no way, I can see when he's triggered. I can literally see in his face when he's triggered. And I immediately am just like, you're not, you're hearing that differently than what I'm saying. I always tell him that you're hearing differently than what I'm saying, or you're hearing what you want to hear and you're not hearing what I'm saying because he does that a lot. He hears what he wants to hear or he hears the last part 
or the beginning part, like the snippet of what I said. And he's already immediately just like, oh, I'm, I'm defensive. No, I, I listen to most of it. I just once. But well, once you listen to some of it, you've already formed an idea in your head instead of listening to the entirety. I'm already forming You're already the forming the idea in your head insults, for your comeback. So you, the... you think for your response instead of listening to everything. And so me knowing that about him, that's why the letters came into play, honestly. Because I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the whole story when you're only going to listen verbally to a snippet of me. And then you're already formulating your comeback. No, you're going to read this whole letter in its entirety. But, but the thing is, is like a lot of time I, I'll hear something and I already know where it's going to go. No, you don't. But that's the thing. The, where I'd be trying to take it most of the time, 95% of the time is way different than where you try to take it because you're so used to people coming at you a certain way. And so that's why I'm very aware of my delivery when it comes to you. Very aware. And I'm very aware of my word placement. That's important too, people in your, in this work is word placement and the words that you use. They're very important because you cannot take them back once they're out there. You can't take them back. So I'm very, I try to be very cognizant of the words that I use and the placement of the words that I use and my tone in speaking to him. Like when I speak to him, when I start speaking to him, I don't, I don't really even yell at no way. I get like, I may add a little more bass in my voice, like Dondra. <laughs> he may get a little bit of my mom because my voice may get a little like, nigga, what the fuck you say? Like, you better back up for that I'm mic like, with that proximity. Effect. Right. You better give me some space. And, but it's not like I'm yelling. I don't yell at him. And if I feel like I'm getting to that point, I just get quiet and I walk away and take a breath and come back. When you start yelling at me, your hands start clapping. Yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> when I'm hot. Like that is when, and I think I've only done that like one time. I've only done that like once. And I was hot that day. You made me mad. I was pissed. So yeah, that that's different. Newsflash, guys, we have our own issues. It's yeah, never, not and I perfect. try to, I, tr I like, I don't, but that's the thing too. I don't like getting out of character like that. I don't like, that's not my character. Uh, it's not me to just be, that's, that's the thing too. We're doing your work. It helps you to keep your, get in check of your emotions. Get in check of your emotions because at that point, at that time, my emotions were not in check. I was ready to rag tag no way's ass, yo. Like so ready. He's lucky that I'm the girl that I am and I'm not the girl that puts hands on niggas. Like I'm not at all. I'm not the female that's swinging on you. Just because I know you can swing back, I don't put it past anybody. Even though, even though I know you would never hit me, but I don't put it past anybody when anybody, when there's, uh, no, emotion I, of that I, I, magnitude. I really don't want your dad grabbing me. By oh the throat. yeah, my daddy will kill you. Period. <laughs> my brother, got, my got, daddy, my cousins. It's a, it's mm -hmm. a lot. It's a lot of. I know them all. Yeah, and and they know you. It's a lot. They they they'll find you if they need to. I'm not that hard to find. I know. I don't leave the house. We know. <laughs> that's the, that's the point. Um. So. Yes. Yeah, so with, with, so with the with the the way I respond to things, like you're you're not the only one that like tells me. Like I know. Even with this, I'm just the only one that consistently tells you. Everybody well, else I'm, just I'm tells you one to just you. be on your fucking head. No, but the thing is, is like when I when I the, the when I respond to people like that is because it's it's not to be a dick. It's just that's the way I learned a lot of lessons. Is People being very blunt with me and telling me you're fucking. It's this not up blunt. Like I feel like you always try to blame it on you being blunt. It's not you being blunt. It's really you not listening. It's, it ain't got really shit to do is. with you being blunt. It's it got all listening. the shit to do with you not listening. Because you shut down at a certain point. Which is exactly why I choose to communicate with you the way I communicate with you. And that's why it works. You have to no, learn. No, no, no. Okay. So that's with us. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You have to learn in relationships a way that helps to, that works to communicate. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what's going to help it work. You have to learn what works and that's what works for us is if it's a topic that we really need to talk about me writing to you first and then us discussing it because if, and then it, has to be like i said i have to be cognizant of my tone and cognizant of the words that i'm using because you will literally this 
you said this, this, and this, and that's why I took it like X, Y, and Z. So word placement is important with you, for real, for real. Really, really. Wow. I didn't know this was an expose. That's not an expose. No, yeah, I, that, that, that is how I It's am. transparency. I'm very, yeah. I'm, I have shit to, like, I'm not a perfect girlfriend either. I get angry. Sometimes I don't listen either. Like, everybody has their faults. I'm just saying I've learned how to communicate <laughs> but, but, with you. But the only, yeah, the only time you don't listen is when you're just on the couch. And I'm just like, babe. Oh, yeah, that's very only time I listen. When I'm really, when I'm really just, just like, like huh? in the zone. Uh-huh. Did you listen? <laughs> no. No. I'm in the zone. Um, but no. Other than that, I'm pretty, I, I listen. I don't do too much. I may test you here and there. What? I said I may test you here and there. And it's not even that I'm trying to test you. It's just my it my spiciness and my personality tests him. <laughs> because he says it's he's blunt. I say no, it's he just doesn't listen. He's I'm, just an asshole. I'm blunt. I am. I feel I don't know. With a lot of the stuff like so when you say I don't listen to stuff, I yeah, I, I do tune out and I'm just like, okay, I'm just waiting. Once I reach a point of seeing red, I just wait and wait and wait until you're done saying what you say. And then, yeah, I'm probably going to go back at you with whatever I picked up on the way. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what happened. And whatever you picked up on the way is not what was being put out. And that's I, the crazy part because, like I said, you stopped listening at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so, not denying it. I know, I know what I do. It's I know not, how my brain works. It's not, like I said, relationships with work people, it's not easy. But even with other Everybody people, like, even with, it's fun though. Even That's with other fun. people though, like, sure. you, like recently I went through it, like a, 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 outside of us, a whole situation where like, um, my band and like this whole manager thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was perceived as an asshole, but I was just like literally asking like, what the fuck are you going to do for me? And it yeah. was just the way I said it. And, like, and I told you that too. And that's the thing. I don't like people, no way's friends. Like I met y'all, love y'all, but y'all need to start calling this nigga out. Okay. <laughs> because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Wow. I'm his girlfriend. And there's only so much I could do. But the thing uh, is, is a lot of my friends are exactly the same way. A lot of your friends are afraid of you. They're not afraid of me. Yes, they are. Some of your friends really are afraid of your response. What? And they may not, they may not tell you, you may not know, but it's just, it's evident in the way that they so let's use, talk let, to let, you let, and let, speak to you. Use, I let, feel like they know how they've seen you blow up. They've seen you blow up. No, actually, a lot of them have and not. They've seen, no, I'm talking about the ones that I've met. I don't know about the other ones, the ones that I've met, especially one in particular. I don't think that he's scared of you, but he's seen you blow up so much that he just is like... Wait, who? Which one? Dylan? <laughs> no, Dylan's not he's scared just of me. Like, no, Dylan... I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't Dylan's think Dylan not, is scared no, of you. Dylan's I think that he's just like, oh, that's just no way. But no, start calling no way out on his shit, please. Thanks. No. The management. No, with, Thanks. With, but with Dylan, see, the, the thing with Dylan is I'm able to, like, I'm, I've always been able to just calm down, even if I was just going through some heavy shit. And Ray. Your ass really need to start calling him No, Ray, Ray's actually, me and, me and <laughs> All the Ray time, are Ray. A, I need you. He's funny. I me like and Ray him. are on a completely different plane because we've known each other for so Forever. long. And but yeah. me and him, I mean, he's a, he works at Twin Towers too. He works for the Sheriff's Department. So his personality is, is actually good. just as brash or more brash than mine. No, but I just, it's just like, because this man be saying some stuff just like i told you like his humor is dark he'd be saying some stuff <laughs> he's saying some shit to people and i'm just like or just saying shit out loud and i'm just like oh god like what was it at the was it at the zoo today where you told me you shut up yeah. <laughs> okay that one was a funny one though but that lady did get so offended yeah because there was an owl we and went I was to the like, zoo Man. today and i don't know why i went to the guys okay you guys know i wanted to let all the animals out when i got there like i literally was every animal we walked by i was just like hi friend and talking to them and my favorite, the wolves, they made eye, can't, eye contact they were so with sad. me. Was so great. But they were all so sad. And I was ready to get wire cutters and cut all the gates open. So, so and the way I, it's like, babe, you paid $15 yeah, we, we paid $30 to be mad. I was like, yeah, I'm mad. I want to let them all out. So, But the thing with the, what happened with the lady earlier, it was just, 
I, I so just, he went by the owl. I just happened to like walk by, and the first owl I saw, I was just like, "Oh my god, look at that hooter!" Mm, and we she went turned by around, the, owl, like, the owl encampment thing, and there's an owl in their little rafter thing, chilling. And no way in sight. Oh, look at the big hooter! And the lady, of course, you know, we know, you know by her, <laughs> by her response, what nationality she was. But she just like gave him the stankest look. <laughs> She literally looked at me and it looked like the monocle fell out of her damn eye. Oh my God. But yeah, it's like, not, that was a funny one. But there's just certain things that he says or certain levels that he takes things to that they don't need to go. He's dramatic. I tell him that every day. The dramatic. funny part is, is you can actually see when the wheels are turning in my head. Yeah, I can see. Because I'm as I'm listening to it, it could be anybody. And you'll see me either start smirking or laughing because I'm You're already dramatic. thinking about something stupid to say. He's like the Joker. Literally, I am in a relationship with the Joker. Wow, Joker's great. The fuck, Heath Ledger Joker. He's not that deranged though. <sighs> that is the one with the green hair. That's fine. My green hair is green like my heart chakra, honey. That's why it's green. Thanks. Sips Hennessy. <laughs> I forgot where the fuck we're going with any of this. No, after but, talking after talking about the Hooter. Um, yeah, so it's I just had to learn how to communicate and within our relationship and how to work <laughs> with his personality. Don't get me wrong, he's a loving little motherfucker. <laughs> Occasionally, she pats me. He's always—I like to call him affectionately a jelly bean. All of that stuff that I say about him talking crap and talking crazy is—is is his hard exterior. Because if he loves you, he loves you. And he's a big softie, but he'll still talk shit to you. If I love you, yeah, I will talk shit to you. <laughs> but that's the relationship I have with a lot of. That's the relationship you have with everybody. Yeah, we, we either we roast each other to some degree. Yeah, he, he'll still talk shit to you, but if he loves you, he loves you, and he'll do everything he can for you. So that's the, that's that's that on that. He could tell me about yeah. myself, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, most sure. of the time it comes from a loving place, unless I feel like I need to take you down a peg or two. God. <laughs> then, I don't know uh, why he feels like he, he's the authority on who needs to take you down a peg. Because nobody else does it. That's in, not in your our, in, our, in our group of friends, we have... We have one person usually that's like talking all the shit and nobody wants to like, exactly. they, they but try even to talk when they're down. not, that's but with that one particular person, even when he's not talking shit, you just still go there with him. Cause I, yeah, because that's no, the but that's not, this, that's the not necessary. So, and he, he'll try to tell me some dumb shit too. And I'll just stare at him. No, when just he like, does okay. that, then, then you have a, by all means, but when he's not, and you still be on his head, that's not no it's a work in progress babe it's a work in progress it's all right <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't the one who physically abused him i didn't physically abuse no, i'm him. not saying you oh i'm like i didn't physically abuse I've him never either physically hit him. um i've never physically abused any of them those are my I boys i haven't either except for rob just touching my ass occasionally yeah y'all be doing some weird <laughs> that's shit. about it you and my brother are weird. Um, but yeah, so there's that. I guess we can wind it down. Do you have anything else you want to say? How you help communicate in this relationship or anything of that nature? No, like you said, it's a complete work in progress. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Um, yeah, it's just... I have certain ways that I am because of, I mean, the way I was brought up and... Um, and just trauma my that you've experienced too, huh? and trauma that you experience. Because certain things that I do trigger you because you yeah. that you feel like you've been down that road. Uh huh. Yeah, because I'm very. Once I start noticing certain patterns, I start feeling certain ways, and I'm just like, okay, well, let's not do that. And granted, I don't. I don't. I'm sober for the most part. Yeah, you are. I don't do a lot of the stuff I used to do, so. You really don't. Yeah. Everybody just work on you. Right, so that's the moral of this story is, um, honestly, I just feel like 
building up spirituality, whatever your faith is, whatever it is, will definitely help you and guidance because it gives you structure and it gives you balance within yourself. So um, I definitely recommend that you guys start and everybody out there start taking that walk and start making those steps to make yourself better. Um, because yeah, like I, like I was telling no way when we have kids and things like that, I want to be the best me for my kids that I can be. And my biggest concern with my children is how they view me as a person and how they view me as their mother. That's my biggest concern. I don't care about shit else. I know they're going to be provided for. I know they're going to have food. I know they're going to have clothes. I know they'll have a roof over their heads. I know that. I just want myself to be my best self so they can experience the best mother they can experience. That's that's my only concern. And I want them to be in a relationship that is solid and that has a great communication style and a great understanding um, style because honestly, you could communicate all day, but comprehension and understanding is key. So... Um, I just want them to come into a place that's just like balanced and free. And I want them to feel free to be whoever they want to be and do whatever they want to do and not have to worry about anything else. And not have to worry about mommy and daddy arguing all the time or no stupid stuff. So that's just me though. I don't want to be in the house where I'm yelling at him all the time. Like that's dumb. I ain't got the time. No, I don't have the patience for this shit. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm just trying to have the most zen environment that starts with us right now. So when I do pop up pregnant out here in the streets, whenever it happens. The streets? In the streets. Because I'm going to be walking around. You think I'm going to be at home? You're not getting pregnant in the streets. Okay, no way. No, I'm getting pregnant in the sheets. Pinks cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> so when it does happen, I just, you know, I want my kids to be able to see that their parents cared enough to make sure that their relationship was stable. Ah, I just hit my head on the mic. This mic is huge, by the way. Don't hit me with I know I'm waiting for it. No, I was going to say it sounds very metallic. You oh, I thought you were going to hit me with it. That's what she said. Because <laughs> I was waiting on it. That's what you usually hit me with. All right, Chai, we're closing out. Thank you for sitting with us. I'm sorry it was kind of uh, all over the place, but hopefully you took some gems from it. Just like every episode, I just, like I said, it's a conversation. All of my podcasts, all my episodes are conversation. And conversations sometimes get off topic. So thank you for joining us. And next episode, I'll have my friends on so y'all can, you know, party with the crew. Because we live. Because I'm not fun. No, you're fun. The fun? No. Stop. What did I tell you about that? Stop talking Alrighty negatively guys, about we'll just yourself. Just be sure to follow us on Instagram. And... No. I'm going to get him because you guys, I know, I hate when he does that. Stop talking so negative about yourself. Stop. That pisses me. Oh, that makes me so mad. Ugh. Anyways, you can follow me at, on Instagram at chief geo you can follow no way on instagram at destroy redefine you can follow us the podcast on instagram it's at never will i ever pod and thank you this is never will i ever